Peace stars, what's up? It's your boy Iru, host of the Dynex Podcast. You can see up top. Yeah, man, we got um Slizzy here. I'm just gonna bring him in here so we can get this thing going. Me and you both are on CP time today, man. <laughs> it's all right, man. He gonna have to hold it down. <laughs> yeah, man. So what's yes. going on, man? How's everything with you? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Um, it's been a week since the last time like I've actually recorded a pod. Oh, I'm happy I'm recording finally. Um it feels good though. I, I'm impressed with what the Knicks is doing so far, but there's a lot to talk about. It's a <laughs> lot to talk, about. and one of the topics I really want—I want to really talk about the Obi Toppin thing. Because remember what I said to you, dog, before the season started. Remember what I said: the footsteps about Obi is going to get loud. They're very loud right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we all looking crazy right now, man. You know, I know I, I was one of those guys. I, I didn't, you know, I, I admit I didn't want Halliburton. I didn't really like him. And then after the fact, I saw him play for for a USA team. I'm like, oh shit, maybe he could play. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's all high side is 2020 stuff, man. But Obi, you know, he should have been ready. And um, right now he he not looking too good, man. Yo, bro. I, matter of fact, let me give you the let me give you some stats. Let me let me ask you if you think this is. Obi or Frank Nelikina. <laughs> I would just give you some stats. <laughs> against Indiana, two points. Against Detroit, four points. San Antonio, seven points. Detroit, four points. Milwaukee, 10 points. OKC, four points. Brooklyn, zero. Philly, zero. Orlando, zero. Philly, zero again. That's Obi right there, man. Um, and the issue that I had with the Obi pick months prior to us picking Obi, and mind you, I said I, I was going to defend him regardless once we pick him. The dude is 22. He comes from the A-10 conference. It's not a lot of good competition over there. He was already 22 years old, and he was bullying basically teenagers. So, and, and we was told, both me and you was told Obi was NBA ready. I'm here to tell you, Dahad, um, Obi's unplayable. And it's tough for me to say it. Obi's unplayable. And he's two years older than Kevin Knox, and he's unplayable. That is a red flag, bro. I don't, yeah, I don't know. What to say, I'm with bro. you right on it, man. You know, I'm not. I'm not a fan of um, Kevin Knox. You know, you know, I, you know, I, I try not. I'm, not, I'm trying not to disrespect. You know, Knox and Frank and these guys, whatever. You know, because they do have. You know, I acknowledge that that Kevin Knox he can shoot that ball. You know, mm -hmm. but if if we're gonna, you know, put Obi Toppin in in positions that um that he wasn't drafted to be in, then we need to put in the guy that is that was drafted to be that guy, Kevin Knox. You know, he's he's known to hit that three. He's gonna hit an mm -hmm. open, you know, three point shot in rhythm. So put him in that spot rather than having um Obi Toppin in, you know shooting threes at the top of the keys. It's just crazy. Yeah, I agree. Um the role that Obi's playing now should be the role Knox is playing. So and, and, and we're using Obi so wrong. We're using him so wrong. And I believe you said Montrez Harold. And that is the role I see Obi in. But Obi has to get stronger. But then here's the second thing about him getting stronger. Dahard, he's 23 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 23 years old, man. I was um squatting 300 and you know 225 or whatever. I was playing ball every day. You know, I was I was like basically in my in my in my prime youth, man. You know what I'm saying during that time. Not you know just deciding 
I'm, I'm going to get stronger or just, you know, developing whatever. I was my own dude at that, at that point. So yeah. it's definitely a red flag with that. Um, Another red flag I got with Obi is he just looks lost out there, bro. Um, I expect better. Mm. Um, Even with hey, – Knox don't look as lost as Obi. And Knox supposed to look lost because he's 21. So I'm going to give him that little room. I'm going to give him a little breathing room. But Obi is 23. And he looks lost. Um, is it because he doesn't play enough, bro? Like, it, I, I don't, I don't know what it is. Do we play his style of basketball? Don't do we have the the point guard that's needed to unlock Obi? Do we have him on this roster? Because remember, Miles Bridges was trash last season. He gets Lamelo Ball, and now he looks good. So I, 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 I don't know, bro. What, what the hell do you think, bro? Well, I mean. You know, in in order to unlock a dude like Obi, we got to change our whole way of playing basketball. You know, we don't even like we give the ball to to Randall a lot. Randall has 17 assists. Not not no, not too long ago, man. You know, being mm-hmm. being the primary of distributor, you know, with the Knicks, or whatever. So I mean, we, we don't really necessarily play a game like that. We're playing a lot of triangle. A lot of people are not really saying that. We're playing a lot of triangle. Um, guys are making reads when they get it. That's why um, you know, Randall was able to get so much assist. The ball was just going, it was going to him. So he was making the proper, proper reads, not necessarily, you know, being a traditional point guard, bringing the ball down and distributing that way. Just within the offense, he was able to make reads and get guys get guys shots like that and um you know in, in order to get obi into that mix we would like as soon as he comes in we would have to kill all everything that we do that's gotten us to this point just to get obi topping off and i, I just don't think that's that's great i mean we, we used him a couple times like like in, in post-up situations he wasn't really like like he was successful actually you know he um but he scored against you know duncan robinson we talked about that you know mm-hmm. and but um like it's like every anybody that you put in front of him is going to overpower him you know, it's it's like a whole different um different thing, man. So you know, I don't, I don't think we can do that, man. I think I think right now, you know, I, I hate to say it, either either we're gonna like just don't even look at his way anymore, make him put on a suit, you know, or or we we might need to like um put him on um on the the trading block and see what um what we can get for him. And you know, it's tough when you say that, but you know, yeah, I can all the way disagree. Even though he's from New York, I understand the, the sentiment. You know, he's from the city. I understand that we we drafted Frederick Weiss over Ron Artest. Like, I understand it, right? But it comes to a point where it's like, we're going to have to choose. And I told Dahar, I told you this, bro. I, I warned you about this, bro. We're going to have to pick between Randall and or Obi. One of those two going to have to be off the roster. I don't think them two are successful together, even when they're on the floor. I'm at, I'm going to throw this at you, dog, even when they're on the floor. You know, I remember I read a stat to you about a week ago, and it was about OB protecting the rim. And there was like opponents shoot like 43% at the rim against OB. When you've seen OB and Randall on the floor together, what is your impression of that? It's, um, it's, like, uh, it's like not not having proper plumbing. Or you know what I'm saying, or not, or not having a, a a good enough carpenter that doesn't like you know level something. You know what I'm saying. If you don't have a level, you know what I'm saying, everything just goes to one side. And if you don't have the proper you know planks in place, whatever, you're gonna fall through the floor. You know, same thing yeah. with the plumbing. Like if if your plumbing is is messed up, you know, if you fill the thing up, you're gonna have leaks all over the place, man. So putting um you know Obi and um Randall in there together, 
Um, it's right there. Wh wherever Randall is playing, that's where they that's where they're gonna all be going attacking. Because um, he you know, he's not gonna um be able to guard anybody on the perimeter. He can't stay in front of nobody. And then everybody everybody's stronger than him. You know, everybody just powers you know over him or whatever. You know, and then you know it, this. I, I I had like a OB podcast the other day where I kind of was just like talking about it. Like um, you know, he's not strong enough, man. So he has to figure out a way to get into spots. You know, like you know, guys are gonna try to overpower him. So you got to pull the chair out. From underneath people, you know, you gotta like um, hit the spot before they do. But he doesn't do that. He doesn't have that that um, foresight, that um, that that mental um, you know thought process, and you know just the feel for the game. He just doesn't have that. So that that's very that's that's crazy, man. He like he he literally needs to get away from our team right now. Sit somewhere, sit on the bench, and just watch. You know. Yeah, and overall, you said the triangle, right? Yeah. I agree. It's the system too, um, but. It's, it's the system. I feel like he will flourish in a Mike D'Antoni system. Oh, Obi will look crazy in a Mike D'Antoni system. Yeah, absolutely. But we also, I know we killing Obi right now. Dahart, he plays with Alec Burke. I am <laughs> done with Alec Burke, right? I'm done with him. I, you know where I was going with this. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as you said Alec Burke. The Dollar Tree James Harden. Oh, I don't know how many times he passes the Obi Toppin, but I might have to look up the statistics on that. But Obi doesn't get the ball at all. So it, even though we could, we could kill him about his faults and putting up donuts, he doesn't get the ball, bro. We don't play a system that, that it, it, it's for him. And even so, you know, I'm reading a good tweet right here from, from a guy on, on Twitter. It's like, Obi would never thrive in a Thibodeau system. And while I'm, while I'm, while I while I read that, I was thinking about Mike D'Antoni. Um, excuse me for the, the the crazy brain fart, but I was thinking about Mike D'Antoni and his system. We just one of the slowest paces in the league. Well, Obi, I don't know if Obi's ever gonna flourish here. I, I don't know, and it, it's tough. And I rather see us. If he was nineteen twenty, then I'd be like, you know what, diehard. We could we could sit him on we could sit him on the background, you know. We could wait for him, you know. We could wait a couple of years, like Kevin Knox. Like I could wait for him. Dude is twenty three, bro. Yeah, that's problematic, man. Like just like you said, if he was nineteen, it wouldn't be just such a big deal. We would have we just you know shelf him and we'll just wait. You know, we'll be awaiting the day that he awakens. But I mean, the guy's twenty two. He's gonna be going on twenty four next year. You know, once the season starts, man. But you know, you mentioned D'Antoni, man. So. You know, Sean Marion is the one that sticks out in that situation. It's not Amari because Amari was a power guy. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know, Obi is not a power dude at, at this point. I'm thinking about Sean Marion and um in the in the way that Sean Marion still was able to get 12 rebounds a game, still was able to get those um those blocks. Uh, even though he shot crazy, that shot that shot looked crazy. He was making like you know 35%, 34% from three or whatever, even maybe even more. You know, I I don't have the stats or whatever. I'm just throwing throwing shit out yeah, there. He had a but, couple you know, years where he was like under 30 percent. But he shot him. It don't matter. Yeah. He shot him. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you know, that, that's that's definitely the uh, the type of player that 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 he would be in D'Antoni's system. Somebody just just going to be out there getting open, causing havoc, and, and just doing fitting what he what he fits in. But you know, like like we're saying, he he's just not going to do that here with with Tom Thibodeau. And yo, bro, it's it's so tough because now it's like it's like what are you going to do, right? Are you going to pay Randall? 28 million and you know keep him as the long-term piece 
you know, some people don't even want Randall still here. You, like, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I was talking to a dude today. He still don't want Randall here. I respect your opinion. You know, if you want to trade him, that's on you. You got your reason. If you want to keep him, that's on you. But Randall's going to make $25 million plus next season. I mean, not next season, but his next contract. Yeah. Obi Toppin is on a four-year deal. But at the same time, when that four-year deal is up, he's going to be 26 years old. Oh, my God. Man, he's going to be a he's gonna be a, a grown-ass man. <laughs> you know so, what I'm so, saying? So, so, so let's say for the – rent the car context. and everything. Shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's say for context, right? Yeah. It took Randall seven years and multiple coaches to get where he's at today. In seven years, Obi Toppin is going to be 30 going to a 31. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, maybe um, Obi Toppin needs to have that that type of um, career. Maybe he needs to go to another team and go to another team and go to another team for him to figure it out. You know, um, you know, um, even even though uh, Randall, you know, Randall got hurt his first year, but like yeah, when, when he yeah. came in that second year, he still was um, showing you signs of what he's going to be. You know, still yeah. a bully. You know, he was uh, reckless, kind of reckless, but he still was able to get rebounds. You know, he still was doing that point forward stuff, dribbling the ball up the court, crossing cats up. You know, from the from the um four spot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, he always was showing signs that he could do that stuff. But so far, you know, Obi, I mean, outside outside of a couple, like, you know, wide open in space, catch it and then dunk it type of things. He hasn't really done um, nothing really, you know, that's that's like so, you know, crazy, you know? Yeah, it's tough, bro. And and for the for the record, Frank Nellikina should be playing over both Obi Toppin and Kevin Knox. And any I don't care if nobody don't like Frank, he needs to play over those dudes. You know why? me <laughs> no no you cannot like frank I, I respect it yeah yeah but frank plays defense he plays his role he comes to work don't complain he works hard if Thibodeau yeah. says he values his defense then hey i'm gonna roll with Thibodeau. but i, I can't continue this obi Toppin and kevin knox charade like if you're not gonna trade i mean if you're not gonna play kevin knox trade him what are we waiting for? We 21 and 21. It took David Fisdale 83 games to get the 21. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Got to trade them. Yeah. Got to do what's right for them, man. Can't just keep these dudes on the bench like that, man. But, you know, Tom Thibodeau, he's, he's not going to shit on the guys, right? You know, right on camera. You know, just some, just last night, they were asking him about the game. And um, you could see, you know, he, he's a white guy, man. So you could see his face getting rosy and stuff. They were asking him about the refs. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's all right. You know, it's not a big deal. You know, <laughs> you know, you know just kind of just like, yeah, so blah, blah. And, and they could see it. And you could see Rebecca Harlow was like, all right, coach, you know, just let, just let him go. Because he could see that he's like about to go crazy. Let's get him out of here before he goes nuts. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're going to put on the show for the, for the cameras and stuff. Just, just to, just to save face or make sure guys are not are not put in the bad spot, man. But, you know, I mean, you know, Frank. I mean, Frank and these guys, man. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into another Frank, uh, a hard Frank segment. You know, because I, I can go crazy with him. I'm gonna just leave it. I'm gonna put it in, and I'm gonna just pass it off, and I'm gonna put it into Clyde's hands, right? Uh-huh. Clyde, a couple times, um, it might have been the last game. It was probably like every single game. He was like, yo, man, he's not even looking at the basket. It's like, come on, Frank. At least look at the basket. Yo, what the, you know? I, I'm with y'all with that one. It was yeah. a couple times where I wanted to punch my TV. And I said, yo, Frank, why the hell are you not shooting? Why are you not shooting the ball? I understand if you're a pass first point guard. But you got to want to shoot the ball, brother. Like, it, you, you kill the offense 
when you don't shoot the ball like that. You know, it, you're, you're doing Randall a disservice. You're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing a, your pockets a disservice. And you're doing the fans a disservice. So he has to learn how to be more aggressive. But I'll tell you this, though. People wouldn't be talking about Frank scoring if we had a guy like James Harden next to him. Now, would they? No, they would not. Because James Harden is James Harden. And he, Frank wouldn't have to worry about scoring. But since Julius Randle is Julius Randle, who we know is in a role where he's miscast, even though he's playing at an all-star level. But Michael Finley played on a, played at an all-star level as well. Like, Nick Van Exel played at an all-star level as well. Like, there's all kinds of all-stars out there. Like, Gilbert Arenas played at an all-star level. But I, I I don't know, man. Keep Frank though. I I, I want to keep Frank. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why you why you got to pull these guys out their grave, man. And just just to make make a, a Frank point. You know what I'm saying? You know, like rest in peace to the careers of of um you know Gilbert Arenas and all these guys, man. You know you ain't got to drag them. But you know I get it, man. You know like like Harden is a high usage player. He's gonna shoot. He's gonna come down and just shoot it. You know, come down, put the ball through his legs forty times, whatever. So if you got a guy like Frank on on the, on the side of him, it looks good because he he'll defend whoever Harden won't defend. You know, so right. that's good. You know, what I'm saying? I'm trying, I, I mean, I'm hey. to, but that's good, man. You know, put him on. You know, let's trade him to the Nets. You know, what I'm saying let, let him go to the Nets and he'll go and defend whoever they don't want to defend. So it works that way. But I mean, the Knicks are not that team. You know, what I'm saying so. Like having uh, Frank in, in like a role that's like like heavy like that, like playing him more than 12 minutes a game. Is is like t- way too much, you know, for um, for Frank. Frank can't can't play more than twelve minutes a game because he doesn't look at the basket, you know. So I mean, you put you put Frank in there, but you got to. But the, here's the thing with Frank, man. Frank Frank is a defender, but right. like people like to bring up Bruce Bowen and all these different defenders. Bruce Bowen was trying to end people's careers, man. He was trying to break people's uh, ankles and kneecaps Surface and stuff. People. Yeah, punching cats in the, in the in the groin, scratching cats and stuff. Like like um Obi um like not Obi um we were talking about um uh, Frank. Frank is out there, you know, passing out. His on um, business card because he's selling silk scarves down in um freaking um Soho and shit, bro. It's but, like but, oh but my god. I, I guess Frank is a hell of a defender, man. You for for today's NBA, today's NBA, he's a hell of a defender. I I give it that. But enough about Frank, bro. I, I agree with you, that hard. I'm, yeah. I do not feel like talking about Frank. Let's talk either, about man, the real either. guy. Let, let's talk about the real guy. Let's talk okay. about R.J. Barrett. Let's talk about the future. All right, um, let's do it. You know, <clears throat> I always tell you, dog. The one skill that I love, player roles, yes. And the one skill that I always loved about R.J. Barrett was his defense. Um, His defense for his age is so elite. And I don't know what's the actual, like, plus minus numbers on his defense. But that skill alone makes me... You know, want to keep RJ and tell people, you know, RJ Barrett's untradeable. But the defense is there. The rebounding is there. He's been shooting over 40% from three, right? Um, who, For example, RJ Barrett, when forwards is guarded by RJ Barrett, they shoot only 43%, 43.7%. Guards are shooting 39% from the field. Centers are shooting 41% from the field. In total, Players being guarded by R.J. Barrett is shooting 42% from the field. That is extremely impressive. Um, you look like he could guard the one through five. I don't really care about his shooting, dog. I can let you mention that. But the defense and the rebounding is superb, and I'm extremely impressed. And also, pick and roll points. 
RJ Barrett and John Morant have the same pick and roll, pick points per pick and roll possession that 0.85 as the ball handler in a pick and roll set. That is extremely impressive. John Morant is a point guard. RJ Barrett is just a guard or a wing or whatever the hell RJ Barrett is. So I want him to keep getting better. He's 20 years old. Um, I wouldn't trade RJ Barrett for the world. If it was my family or RJ Barrett, I might have to send my family walking the plank. Um, but <laughs> you know, that's about it, man. I, I, Yo, I, man. I love the Mother's Day is coming, man. You, 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 you all, all the stuff you be talking about your, 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 your mom and your, your parents and stuff, man. You need to come I, with the bouquet. Mom, mom good. That. Mom good. But the rest of them, <laughs> my dad already. My dad, he, he should know. He, he'll be straight. <laughs> yeah. You know, while you was talking, man, you're talking about the defense and stuff. I was trying to find that Aaron Gordon, um, you know, clip when Aaron Gordon um, thought that he was gonna body um um Barrett to the to the to the cup the other day, mm-hmm. and um Barrett, you know, he couldn't move him. The, the, right here, this is um Tobias Harris right here. I was trying to pull it up on Twitter. This is um when where he was uh, Tobi- Tobias Harris was trying to do the same thing. He was just trying to look, look, get him in the post. Where you going? Yep. <laughs> where you going, right. fam? You ain't, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get no no uh, forward movement on on RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett is strong as an ox, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm RJ. We better thank God we got the third pick in the in the NBA draft. Um, RJ is going to be so elite, bro. I don't know, I don't know what's his ceiling. I always said, ah, that's funny. I don't yeah. know what's RJ's ceiling, but I always said to people, he reminds me of Brandon Roy. Mixed with Jalen Rose and just one guy, like just mash them together, and that, and that's what you're going to get with RJ. But I've also said to you, Dawa, that I always felt RJ Barrett was a championship number two. I get that, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm I think I'm wrong, I think he might be something better than that. Well, check it like, um, th- that game with Randall, Randall was losing his. Shit. You know, he's on in the post game cursing and all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And they, they got RJ in there. RJ was like, yo, refs are there or not, we, we got to win the game. You know, that's a leader right there, man. And, and yeah. like, we're talking about age and stuff. RJ's not even, he, RJ can't even hang out with us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, he can't, he fact. can't hang out with us. You know, he's not old enough to get into those spots. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, somebody like that, you know, so young. You know, like listen, we're talking about Obi and his his problems and stuff. Like RJ Barrett, everything that he's been going through uh, as being a number two, uh, just uh, the fans, the fans were disgusting with him in the beginning of the year because I mean he was going through that the shooting problems and stuff. But I mean, look, look how look how far he's come just in season. You know, um, everything that he's been been able to do, um, you know, it, it's amazing, man. We we definitely got a good player, and um, people like you know, you mentioned Jared Moran with the stats. I'm glad you did that, you know, because uh, like he's he does so much good things. You know that 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 goes um, without you know that people just don't even talk about. But everyone's right or off the bat. Um, you know, John Moran's better than than RJ Barrett. You know, but I mean, you just throw some some stats out there, pick and roll stuff, stuff that that point guards are supposed to be good at. RJ Barrett is better than RJ than um than a point guard at point guard stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's great. I'm I'm glad we got the guy, man. We're blessed. We're blessed to have him. We are blessed. And shout out to Julius Randle because. Julius Randle's doing something this season I thought would never happen in my wildest dreams. He's making RJ Barrett a better player. Um, Barrett on passes from Julius Randle, 47% field goal percentage, 40% from three on 2.1 field goals made per game. That is impressive. That means that the, the best player is making the younger players better. And I respect that from Randle. Like the other day, Randle... 
flicking the ball around. He got Frank two straight in rhythm threes. Then Frank come out of nowhere and do this once a year dunk. You get what I'm saying? Like Randall yeah. and RJ is playing very well together. Yeah, they're putting batteries in guys' backs, man. You know, um, what's the name? Uh, Frank wouldn't have had the the courage or the balls to even do that. Because I mean, once once you hit that three and get the next one in rhythm, now you're on fire. Just like just like NBA Jam. Oh, he's on fire! <laughs> like you like you literally feel like it. You know what I'm saying? So that, that that's what kills me about Frank. Because I mean, if you if you would just look at the basket, try to um just know when the ball is coming back to you. The ball is coming back to you. Get in, you know, get in rhythm. Don't just get there and just throw up a shot. Get up there, grab the ball, get in rhythm. You know, let, let's get it, let's get it popping, man. Because because that's only gonna put the battery in your back for when you go play defense. Now you're gonna go out there and play the great defensive play. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's 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 about having fun. These guys are out here, um, you know, you know, I, I get on I get on Knox and I get on Obi, and these guys are not having fun. You know, the, the, it's a game when it comes down to it, man. Me and you are having fun right now. So I mean, like when, when guys when guys are playing, they gotta remember that this is a game and they gotta go out there and have fun. And you know, playing with our with um with Randall is fun. You know? Man, I thought I would never see the day. And then let's keep the John Morant slander going, right? <laughs> so John Morant, he's averaging 19 points, seven assists, three rebounds, you know, 44% field goal percentage, 23% from three, 77%. Say, wait, wait, say it again. Say it again. 23% from three. Oh, damn. And 52% true shooting percentage. RJ Barrett. You know, 17 points per, three three assists per game, six rebounds, 45% from the field, 35% from three, 73% from the free throw range, 53% true shooting percentage. Um, RG Barrett is a better, like I've said, he's a better defender and he's a better rebounder. Two skills that I personally value, value in NBA players. I don't know about everybody else. A lot of people seem to love box scores. I love what R.J. Barrett is doing so far. Kid is elite. I don't know who I would trade him for. I'm not putting him in no trade. Un I, I, nah, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I am if, good. If there's anybody that's untradeable, that is, um, he's the guy. You know, you know, you don't you don't trade R.J. Barrett. He's on a rookie scale. He's he's um he's young. Still, he's still talking. He he's out there on um, the the voice of reason. <laughs> the young guy is the voice of reason. You know, um, you know, you know, you you're still out there hanging out, right? You know, oh, I, I know sometimes, I, sometimes I'm I'll be tired, yeah. bro. Bro, <laughs> quick story, bro. I did I did um overtime the other day, right? Yeah. So it was my weekend off, right? So I, did, I already worked like four straight days, bro. I did overtime, bro. I was gonna go into work Sunday to do overtime, bro. I slept damn near the whole day. I said I said, nah, my body can't take it. And I ain't young no more. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you can't you can't talk about overtime, man. Yo, I you know. Two days, right? Two days. That you, that's that's what forty eight hours yeah. in a forty eight hour period, man. I could work sixteen. Excuse me, thirty two of those days. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now you're talking about the turnaround. I gotta go home. That, you know, take about an hour or so to go home, depending on what's going on. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So now you're talking about thirty four hours out of out of a day, out, out of a weekend. I was I, I'm I'm not in my crib. You know what I'm saying? So you know th that's that's what old that's what old people old people do when they're trying to take care of kids that don't want to listen. You know what I'm saying? That you gotta like. <laughs> You know, you know, whatever, man. Nah, with the kids salute and stuff. to you. Salute to you. You got you got way more energy than what what I do right now. But when I have when I have my first child, I think my energy levels is going to spike up. 
because I'm gonna have no choice but to do that. Yeah, so. you know, because you got to do what you got to do. I, you know, I forgot what the what the what the point was was there, man. But you know, like like when when um when when you're in a leadership role or what or whatever, man, you got to do what you got to do to um, you know, to even though you might be going through whatever, if if you have a task at hand, you have something that you need to do. You need to like you need to um to do what you have to do and just and just do it. You know, oh, this this is what it was. It was um. RJ Barrett, he's young, right? So, like, right. I don't hear nothing about any of these guys hanging out in, in these streets. You know what I'm saying? I, I know for a fact, I, I, I could take it back to freaking Zap Judah, man. I remember one time I, I was in a party, you know, with my peoples and stuff, and we all having a good time. I turn around and fucking Zap Judah is stumbling behind me. I'm like, is that fucking, is that Zap Judah? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, don't he got a fight next weekend? Like, you know, what is wrong with this cat? You know, so, like, like stuff like that. Stuff, you know, stuff like, I'm, I'm saying it now, but at the time, you know, I, I didn't put it out there. It's just like, oh, shit, it's fucking Zab Judah. What the fuck? You know, but it's like everybody was out there. Um, I want to talk about, like, say, like, like any of these guys, like, um, like, like Nate and these guys, um, Clinton Richardson and them, and everybody that was out there. You know, I, I was hearing that they were in these streets during the during the time when Knicks were um, when they won the Knicks, man. So I don't hear nothing about RJ, none of these young guys in the thing. So that's a good sign. Yo, that that is a great sign, bro. Great sign. I've never heard nothing bad about Knox, Frank, RJ, Mitch, uh, Randall. Randall's a family man, so you damn, he damn sure know better. Um, Obi, Obi pops is from from Brooklyn, so he Obi Obi should know already. And it's nice to have, bro. It's nice to have. This is why I'm kind of against like, like I understand we got to make upgrades with the roster, and we're going. We're gonna talk about that. But um it's chemistry and camaraderie for me means everything. Also, one one last thing about RJ Barrett. In March, RJ Barrett is averaging 21 points, six rebounds, three assists on 53% shooting, 42% from three. Best month he's ever had in his NBA career. So killing them. Killing them. Uh, along with two-way player defense. So this kid is only 20. This kid is only 20, man. I'm so excited to see. Yeah, I, I was digging in the crates there for that for that Aaron Gordon that I wanted to play it, man. Cause he yo, Aaron Gordon came down, they thought he was gonna do something. He just locked him, said, Yo, you ain't going nowhere, fam. You're going where I where I direct you. How about that? You know what I'm saying? I love that, yeah. man. I love it. You you wanna know it's so crazy? So right, <laughs> right now, before we get into the to the next topic, because I know you want to talk about some trade targets. I wrote a post today. I wrote a tweet today, right? And, you know, we having the usual debates or whatever. And, you know, I'm defending the kids as usual. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm talking about how Isaiah Thomas and Scott Layden, you know, dudes was trading draft picks and what, whatnot. So Isaiah Thomas' burner account decides to reshare my tweet. Oh, <laughs> and it says, cite your source. So a lot of people who's under the tweet, they defended they defending um, Isaiah Thomas, calling me a clown or whatever, or whatever. Cool, cool, cool. They keep bringing up Trevor Ariza. Didn't Isaiah Thomas trade to Trevor Ariza? Was it Isaiah? Yeah, because Isaiah was the one that drafted him. Yeah, he, he did trade oh him. My God. Isaiah was wilding, though, man. He was wilding. He was just, just shooting in the night. Bah, 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 bah. He was just letting shots off, man. You know, just like whatever happened, whoever hits, and you know, whatever happens with that, he was just doing anything, man. <laughs> Even stuff that was working, there was like um stuff that was working. Like he traded um, uh, what was it? Uh, Doliak, Doliak, and um Keith Van Horn for um 
you know, Nazi Muhammad and Tim Thomas, you know, it was a decent trade. You know, I, I get it. I get it. You know, he, he, they were trying to improve the defense and whatever. But Marbury w- had some um, chemistry with those guys, you know. So, you know, instead of instead of um, making another move, he would they went. He just was like I said, he was just bah, 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 bah. he was just shooting crazy. And, you know, like oh, God. Oh, one yeah. last thing. This is another beautiful stat. God, I hate Alfred Payton. <laughs> so RJ Barrett passes to Julius Randle. Randle makes 49% of um field goal percentage. And he makes 45% from three. Oh my God. Oh God, Alfred Payton. Yeah. And he makes 45% from three off passes from RJ Barrett, Julius Randle. Julius Randle, you know, 63 assists to RJ Barrett, way more than last season. 47% field goal percentage. 42% from three. Let's go to Alfred Payton. Oh, my God. Alfred Payton, <laughs> 25 assists. Field goal percentage, R.J. Barrett passes from Alfred Payton. 44% from three, 29%. Damn. Damn. Um, Damn. Alfred Payton to Julius Randle. Oh, my God. He makes Randle even worse. Assists, 33 Total assist. Alfred Payton passes to Julius Randle. Gets Randle 39% from the field. I can't believe I'm reading this. And 34% from three. So Randle plays worse with Alfred Payton. I need Alfred off my team. Um, I, I Pack his bags, please. God. Yeah, shout out to to May the Fourth, man. May the Fourth was always hanging out here, man. This is like that that tweet right there. I mean, that little comment that that says it all right there. He did, man. He's doing the best he can, man. <laughs> so leave that boy alone, man. He can't. He know he can't see. But that's how I feel about you with Frank. <laughs> oh God, dude. Oh, man. I he's been hurt too, man. You know that, that's another reason why we we gotta kind of like. But the thing, the thing with Alfred Payton is that like he he's he's on an expiring contract. You know what I'm saying? So the Knicks already got like what 15? Little we got less than 15 now. I like, got at like 14 million still in the cap. So if if we was to waive um Alfred just to, for shits and giggles, it's not gonna hurt nobody, man. So. You know he's you know he's not somebody that's just like 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 I mean like if he was taking up like twelve million in, in salary then then it's like oh my god but I mean he's only getting only taking like less than um less than what what would be the um exemption for him you know yeah I, <laughs> oh man I don't this team by by Friday morning and what's today it is Monday the twenty second. Mm-hmm. You think we're gonna have a different roster by Friday morning? Man, I sure, I sure, damn, hope so, man. <laughs> I hope so. We need help, yo, yo. Sometimes at, at the end of games, like, like, um, like you know, you, you know, you know, anybody that that got high blood pressure, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like, they drink, they eat too much salt, they freaking feet swell up like potatoes and stuff. By the end of end the game, sometimes with Julius Randle, he his face, his neck, sometimes it looks swole up, like like his like his jersey shrank on him, man, because he's just like dehydrated. You know, his body is going through all kind of shock and stuff like that because he's playing so hard to get these guys to, you know, and he got to play 40-something minutes because we can't go to nobody else. We can't go to Obi. We can't go to nobody else. He, he is the guy, you know what I'm saying? Um, everybody's hurt. You know, we didn't talk about Mitch, actually. You know, Mitchell Robinson, he don't he do not do much in the offense as far as, you know, you know anything, really. You, you can't really, like, use him in the offense outside of, um, you know, what, what he does with, with pick and roll stuff or just catching stuff off the rim and dunking it right back up. 
you know, you know, Randall, you know, they they killing him, man. He, you know, yeah, it's crazy. Randall. Obi has been so unplayable. This is how I know. Last game, Thibodeau put Obi in the game. Die hard. I swear to God, he yanked Obi faster from the game, faster than dude from the Apollo. Wah, wah. <laughs> Yo, yo, bro. You talking about Oh yo, my god! Yo, he, yo, he yanked Obi so fast. Yeah. I'm like, yo, Kiki Sherman came out and everything. He took <laughs> Kiki Sherman came out. I'm like, oh, I'm like, damn, Tim's. You're not even gonna let the young fella like even try to like. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh my god, man. Yo, shout out to um to man man man. He's um checking out the checking us out here. Oh, shout out to my guy, man. That's my guy, man. Yeah, man. You guys, I can't get on your show, man. You guys work too. Um, you guys work too late for me, man. It's, it's not even. It's not even the lateness. It's just everybody. I'm glad it's like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad it's like a. I'm glad he put his show, doing like two to like four. Then you'll come on. It'd be like six. It's like a whole Nick neck network, like yeah, man. Like you turn it on the channel and you just get nothing but Nick's news. I can appreciate stuff like that. Yo, it's better than <laughs> flicking through ESPN looking for what them jackasses got to say, man. You know what I'm saying? So the more podcasts, the better, man. If guys are gonna um got the time to, to put out stuff, put it out, man. I, you know, like I appreciate guys for tuning in for what we're doing, man. Because you know, you know, we got our supporters on the audio tip and stuff. You know, I, I you know we st- we just started doing this video stuff. So I'm glad the guys are, are coming in checking for us, man. Because you know, like we love this stuff, man. You know, we, we got our own little chemistry um, that we that we got. Everybody else got their thing, man. It's all, it's all love, man. You know, talk that Nick stuff, bro. You know, it's- yeah. I, I be trying to show everybody love, but you know how you know some people they be acting like they too Hollywood. I ain't gonna say no names though, but some, <laughs> some <people laughs> my mom. Have- <laughs> you know, let's let's throw our moms under the bench, uh, under the bus, man. My, you know, I'm gonna throw my mom in there, man. I mean, you can't even buy a shirt now. What's up, moms? You can't buy a shirt. <laughs> this day is coming. You gonna want some flowers? Yeah. You can't even buy a shirt. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, man! It's free. It's free to, to to do certain things like like one man made fourth. You know, we joking, but you know, hit them likes, man. That's that's, yeah, that's the, the, the most likes, freest man. thing that you could do. Um, Mitchell Robinson. I don't really want to get too too deep in the whole Mitchell Robinson subject. You yeah. know, he just came back. You know, Mitchell Robinson. He looked off last game. He missed about like six bunnies, easy bunnies too, like dunks. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, Mitch is, he'll be all right. But, you know, here's my thing about Mitch, and I always bring this up. His offense, die hard, is so trash, bro. Trash. Mm-hmm. I thought, it, I, Frank offense is trash. Hit. Mitch offense so trash, I be wanting to take just his offensive game out to the incinerator and throw the whole throw the whole thing up. It's so bad, bro. He matter of fact, it's so bad. This is how you know him and uh, Frank is used to playing with floor spaces now. Mitch and Frank in the game. Frank yeah. is setting Mitch up for pick and pop, pick and pops. I'm like, Frank, what the f- what are you doing? You know this dude, don't you? I'm like, yo, this ain't practice, bro. This is a real game. Mitch yeah, even even Mitch, Mitch was like, Mitch was like, what, what the fuck yeah. am I supposed to do with this? You know, you know, this a new I, offense. You know, I haven't played in a while. You know, is there something new going on here? I'm like, yo, Frank, what the hell are you doing? Mitch, don't shoot. So now it's like, 
I, I don't know, man. I don't he's, know. He's man. still important, though, you know, because I'm, I mean, you know, shout out to Nerds and the Well. Nerds and Well was getting embarrassed a lot, man. Whenever we had teams that played that had a little bit of size, they were making him look like a little baby out there, you know. So, uh, you know, it's good to have him because, you know, Nerds and Well's not afraid. He's still getting up there blocking shots at the rim and stuff like that. But, I mean, getting putting Mitch in there and, and Noel back and forth, you know, that that's a good good tandem, man. Like, like in my opinion, too, we, we just need to we need to see if we can keep both of them. And maybe um, add another guy just to have in that mix to play power forward to help Randall, and maybe just to help um, maybe do small ball and have somebody in there with a pulse on both sides of the ball that could do something that can that could just help us out from time to time. Because I mean, it's good to have the defense, it's good to have um, you know that presence, but uh, sometimes we just need a guy that can hit, that can stick a jump shot, man, or somebody that can that can uh, fake it and hit, put the ball on the floor and make something happen when 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 the uh, you know when the shit gets for real, you know. Yeah, so we need something. We need an upgrade somewhere. I I don't know where that upgrade is at, but we need we need something. I've seen a couple um rumors going around. Mm -hmm. A lot of rumors going around. I see Cam Reddish rumor going around. Um, I'm seeing Lonzo Ball rumors going around. I'm so glad the Knicks is not looking Andre Drummond way, so we ain't got to talk about that like ever again. Thank God. But you know, I got Norman Powell. Norman Powell, thank you. That's another rumor that's going around. I like these rumors for the Knicks, but I don't know. Here's my thing: we could trade for Lonzo, yes, but if you give up real assets for him, you you lose all leverage. And what I mean by that, Dahard, is. Let's say if you give up a first-round pick for him, right? Let's say if you give up one of these first-year picks. Lonzo has the leverage to now say to us, you know, you gave up good capital to get me. I want to be paid. I want my $24 million, right? We're going to have to give him that because now you used assets to get him. So why would you let him walk? So now you got to pay him, and you might have to overpay. So... That's that's my whole thing about that. So it, it's it's a fine line. The Bulls offered the Pelicans. I mean, the Pelicans. Oh, the Bulls offered the Pelicans Thomas Stoneranski and two first round, two second round picks for Lonzo Ball. Why we can't get in that? Yeah, I think the Knicks got the best offer. You know, it's because I mean we're not going to give up any of our, our core young guys, but I mean Obi Toppin is somebody we can give up. Uh, you know, I, I would I wouldn't give up Obi Toppin in that type of deal though. You know, but I mean I mean it's interesting, man. But you you bring up the point about about the salary. Absolutely, we definitely gonna have to pay the dude if if we're gonna make the trade. We gotta we gotta be be prepared to make that commitment. You know, because we're gonna give up a draft pick and then we gotta pay him. So. That's that's definitely got to be um in in the mix of of, the, of our planning going forward and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I mean I think I think that's what's missing in this in this conversation because I mean it's not it's not the simple fact that, that we, can we trade from yes we we probably can give give them one of the more competitive deals especially if we throw in our our first round draft pick but the the kicker is we're gonna have to keep my man you know so uh you know people can say what they want fifteen million you know I'm oh, only gonna pay him fifteen yeah not but I mean once that market hit. You know, yeah. he's going to be like, yo, I want, I want, you know, 15 plus, you know, something else, you know? You're going to want easily, you're going to have to pay. If we give up a first round pick for him, you're going to have to pay yeah. him $24 million. You're going to have yeah. to be the highest paid um, um, guy on the roster. And then my thing with that is, this goes back to Julius Randle now, dog. Because 
if you pay Lonzo this contract, are you going to pay Randall and pay RJ Barrett? What about Mitch Robinson? How are we going to do this? <laughs> like, how, then, then let me go even further than that. You got IQ contract going to be coming up. That man shooting alone, uh, shooting alone, he's going to be worth $80 million, minimum. Minimum. Shooting alone. Yeah. How are we going to put all of this together? Because this ain't 2K. Can't leave on the trade override. So, I, I, so I'm, I'm going to ask you, what if we tr- would you trade for Lonzo now or would you wait till the offseason? Um, let me see, probably on uh, draft night or probably like after the lottery when we got a good, undeclared understanding of where we're drafting at. What, what would you do with that? I don't know. You know, I, I think the, the, the smart thing for me, I, th- I think we would just have to just wait. Wait and let the market, um, you know, do what it got to do. Because I mean, we got we got our own goons out there. We got we got Worldwide West. I don't even got to say nobody else. We got Worldwide West. You know, he's like the fight whisperer. Who, if, once you start fighting, the first person you see is Worldwide West pulling the guys out out of the huddle. So I mean, he got that respect in this league, man. So like, you know, Worldwide West and Liam Rose, they got their goons out there. So they'll they'll they they don't have to say nothing. They're gonna be doing their stuff behind the scenes with their people. You know, so people gonna be rolling up to them. You know, passing messages to them. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is that, like, um, you know, if, if Lonzo wants to be a Nick, um, they could they can put it there. Say, yo, you're gonna be a Nick. We got it here on paper, but we're just gonna try to figure other things out before we bring you in here. So I, th- I think I think that's the, the the smartest thing to do. But if everybody is um it's like you know like like mellow, you know like um force trying to force trades and you know they don't want to wait. I want it now and all sort of stuff. Then um you know if we do it, then I guess we could do it. But like you bring that point. We're gonna have to pay everybody, so that that's why my stance on this thing is like like we have a window. We need to we need to utilize this stuff now. You know, uh, RJ is gonna he's um gonna get paid not next year because next year we could just um he got to play a uh, team option. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let the team option run. Um, then the following year, then we got to think about paying him. So now, if you're gonna do this, we need to like expedite this a little bit. If you're gonna get that guy, get him. You know, what I'm saying if you think Lonzo's that dude, get my man. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, don't worry about Randall because we got his bird rights and stuff like that. We could take care of him if you want to keep him. But guys like um, you know, Mitch Robinson and stuff like that, if you're gonna make moves for, for certain plays, we need to freaking do it right now. You know, just get it, get it popping. We got 15 million dollars uh just in the stash, chilling. You know what I'm saying? So so if we make if we make these moves, it's not it's not like it's, it's really gonna hurt us so much because we you know we already got a buffer, you know. So so if they got a plan to, to do something with these guys, they need to just bang it out and do it right now because our window. You know, we only got a, like a little piece before it starts getting crazy. Like you said, we got to pay guys, man. Yeah, and people be thinking like, you know, because I, I get an argument every day on Twitter. I, I always get an arguments. I don't, I'm arguing. I'm probably arguing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably they probably bringing you up right now, and you don't even know you're in an argument until you check your phone later. <laughs> and you know, don't get me wrong, like. I would love to make trades. I don't want to get punked in a trade no more. And I want to have all leverage in every trade that we have. I would love to get Lonzo, bro. And a guy like Lonzo or a guy like even Cam Reddish. Even Cam Reddish. Even though Cam Reddish is shooting abysmal right now. His shooting is disgusting right now. But I would even trade for a guy like Cam Reddish. Like, we... I, we just need a jolt of energy, like something new in the locker room. 
Um, I don't know who that guy is. Hopefully, we could trade with the Orlando Magic. I, I keep telling you, Evan Fournier and, and, and Mo Bamba, give them Kevin Knox and Burks, throw them a second-round pick or something, do that swap. It, 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 it's so many... There's so many moves that we can make at the trade deadline. I'm talking just small moves where we can actually compete. Because we, we let, let's be real, we can't beat Philly, bro. Can't beat Philly. Yeah, when they get NB back, man, that, that's really going to give us a problem. Uh, we cannot beat Philly. We can't beat the Nets right now. Let's, let's gotta be honest with ourselves. We can't. We can't beat these dudes. But what we can do is be competitive. That's what we can do. And to be yeah. competitive is. Getting the right players in here. Hey, if Knox ain't playing and Obi giving you four straight donuts, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, your, your boy Frank was giving donuts up too, man. So I, I, I didn't want to say nothing about that, but he, he, he I, gave us four straight donuts too. Frank could give me four straight donuts, but I know Frank gonna give me elite defense. You, you get what I'm saying? He's going yeah. to give me defense. I know. And, and, and I'm not looking for Frank to score. I'm actually looking for Obi to score. <laughs> I'm looking I mean, for Obi to be aggressive. You're, you're a coffee drinker, man, but you need donuts with the coffee too, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't just drink the coffee by yourself. Oh, well, you know, I got I got May 4th here. May 4th was like, what's the what's the rush? But, you know, we explained a little bit, man, but he also said, like, no one's expensive. That's right. So, okay, cool. Let, let, let it play out. We don't do nothing. Because we, we, we could do nothing. That That's that's cool, too. We could do nothing. Uh, RJ, you know, um, not RJ, um... This guy, Randall, becomes a free agent. You know, we, we got to pay Frank. Frank is a free agent. Mitch Roberts is a free agent. Okay, let's pay everybody. You know, um, what's Frank's market? You know, Frank is going to probably get like, like uh, 10, 12, maybe even more, depending on what the hell's going on here, if you want to keep him. Mitch Robinson, same thing. You know, um, um, RJ, um, excuse me, not RJ. I keep saying RJ. Um, Randall, uh, he's only making, what, 20-something now? Not, not, not even. What, what is Randall? He, Randall got the one of the cheapest countries in the NBA. He's going to demand 20-something you know, close to 30, you know, when his contract is up, you know, based off the way that he's been playing. So, I mean, that the number starts going up, you know, be before you know it, you're going to spend your whole cap just to keep the guys that we have on the roster and we didn't get better. Yeah. So, you know, th that's the thing. So but right now when guys are on these little contracts, we can, we can maneuver and start, start playing games and um just cheat the system. Cause that's, that's what guys do. They cheat the system. They, they try to um pick up somebody that's, that's, that's on a rookie scale deal. That's, that's productive. That's RJ. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Randall, he, he still got a player, um, you know, still got a team option. He only making like $19 million a year. You know what I'm saying? So let, let's take advantage of that right now while these guys got little salary and, mm -hmm. and um, try to get somebody else on it. So then when we got to pay guys, we already got them in the fold and we can go over the cap and start going crazy. Because, you know, the Knicks got, got the money to um to spend. It's not going to really hurt. We got hurt 15 like million. I'm going to throw it real quick. I hate NBA Central, by the way. Whoever runs that NBA Central account, stop your garbage. Cut the shit. Dude says, Cleveland Cavaliers and New York Knicks are in advanced talks on a potential Andre Drummond deal. Kevin Knox will be sent to Cleveland. You don't use assets like that. You don't use assets like that. That is a stupid trade. Very stupid. Now, next. Let's move on to that. NBA Central, you're an asshead, and State is telling you that. Um, oh man, you know, I, lo I love the, the the lingo, man. Asshead, that's that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, because he, he he they kill me sometimes. You know the situation what you talk about as far as the cap is concerned. Yeah. Think about the New York Jets, for example. 
you got a guy like Sam Darnold, right? And this is for people who watch football. The Jets have the number two overall pick this year. But quarterbacks are usually paid in their fourth in their fourth year, right? Sam Darnold is going into that fourth year where you might have to pay a quarterback. Now, do you want to reset your cl- your time clock to pay a quarterback, right? And trade Sam Darnold, or do you want to draft that high and pay Sam Darnold? And he has not shown you he deserves that money yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's tough. It's tough. As far as some of the pieces that we got is concerned, I could easily see a team throwing Frank um 10, 12 million. Easy. Easy. Yeah, just for the simple fact that people love his defense so much that they'll they'll pay for it, you know, because guys are not playing defense nowadays. Every championship team has a PJ Tucker type type of guy. Like every team got one of those type of guys. The Lakers from 2020, that that guy that they had, they had actually two of them. He's frozen. Well, what I'm thinking about uh, my man from uh, from Cleveland. Uh, uh, what's his name? Stephadova, whatever. De- you got it. I forgot his name. Caruso, Deladova. Yeah, Deladova. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He almost died. Who? Deladova. He almost freaking died on the court. You know, man. I'm um, playing all those minutes with, with with LeBron in Cleveland. Man, he almost freaking died. Oh man, I remember that, man. Oh god, man. Steph Curry. Steph Curry was. Uh, he was picking on him, man. Yeah, I, think, I think I might have got frozen on my end, man. So I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't um, mess up what you were saying. So you know, what, what, what were you saying for that, that last point before I, I shouted out Deladova? Um, no, nah, I was just basically saying that you know every team has a PJ Tucker type, yeah. and I said basically last season the Lakers had Keith, and they had a guy like Caruso, yeah. and you know usually your star player usually don't guard the other team's best player because you don't want them to waste that much energy, so. You know, that that was basically the point, basically. You know, yeah. another reason why I like uh, guys like Frank Nelikina or Thabo, even Thabo, even Thabo or Lou Dort. Don't, I love those type of players, even though, you know, it's they don't score a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy those type of players. Yeah, but, you know, those, those teams, they already got elite players on their team. They already got – they already got a um, – uh, what do you want to say? You know, MB, they already got the other dude, the, the big point guard. They already got, uh, you know, um, the other dude. Uh, I, I can't I can't get these guys' names, man. But, you know, they already got a stacked team that can score and then do certain things, man. So, you know, if they if they can get a defender, it fits for them because they already got the top guys. Knicks don't don't have all the top guys yet. You know, that, that's, no. always, that's always my, you know, thing that I go around back and forth with. It's building, though. It's building. Like we we talk all the time about team building, like this team got to get it together. But we gotta, I, you know what it is, Iru. I done made so many so so many excuses for our recent draft picks that I be losing sight of the, the ultimate goal. Knox, I'm gonna leave Frank out of this because at least Frank got a foundational skill that's elite. That's his mm-hmm. defense. Right. But Knox and Obi. Dotson, like guys like that, that'll set your team back. That'll set your team back. We cannot make those type of mistakes no more. We have to draft better. So for those people who want to tank, the the so-called tank crowd, you know, 
we got to pick the right people. Now, thank God, thank God, shout out to James Dolan, just thank God, you know, he fired Steve Mills' ass when he, when he did. Thank God he did. So we got Leon Rose here. We got these scouts here. Hopefully Kenny Payne don't leave us for DePaul because I'm going to be sad if he leaves. We, we need Kenny Payne. But let's see what we could do. I don't, I'm not really scared about us picking outside a lottery no more. I, I'm not really – I don't really concern myself with the lottery no more either, even though, for the record, I think that this team moving forward, I think a top five pick would do us better in the future than making the playoffs. But, you know, you make the playoffs, your young guys get, a, get more experience, and then you go from there. But it's, it's, I, I I don't know, bro. It's a it's a thin line you want to walk, man. It's tough, bro. It's so much. It's so much variables about this Knicks team right now. It, it's getting interesting. It's, yeah. it's, it's getting interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw a stupid analogy out there, man. You you could be a single guy, whatever, chilling. You ain't got no kids, whatever. You could walk into a store and be like, hey, um. You know what time it is? And you're just asking her the time. You're not trying to kick it to her. Next thing you know, from you asking her what the time is, now all of a sudden you got, you know, like two kids, freaking like 21% of your checks coming out, child supports, all that stuff. You're like, damn, why did I ask this lady what the time was, right? So, like, you know, not, not paying attention that the, the, there was a clock right over the register. All you had to do was look at the clock over the register, and the lady over the register was the one you should have you probably kicked it to and probably would have had a better – Thing. So, you know, it's like a dark mirror effect. Even if you don't say nothing to none of them chicks, you could walk out the store and bump into some bump into the, the woman of your dreams, you know? But it's like, you know, there's so many different variables. You just don't know. You just don't know what, what you're getting yourself into no, no matter what, what's going on, man. So uh, what, what it is is that you can't just be shooting in the dark like Isaiah, man. And you, and you can't just be like like uh, clinically retarded like, like Scott Layden. You know, all these different guys, we could just throw all these different names out. Somebody always did something stupid. Even back in the days, Bernard King, why did they trade, Um, you know, after all, all those other guys that, you know, throughout history, whatever, man. But it's just like you have, you got to have a plan. Thank God we got guys that got a plan. So if, if they decide to go this way or that way, I, I, we, we can, we can um, you know, be happy or at least have a little trust in this, this regime that if they decide not to do nothing, we get it. You know, if they decided yeah. to make another move, we get it. You know what I'm saying? If we could see the progression of, 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 of the, or the vision what these guys have for us, you know? I hope, man. I see I see a little bit of it now. But I, I, I'm not going to really know until after the trade deadline. Because um, trade deadline is going to say a lot. If they make a move, like for a guy like Lonzo, they're going to go for it. And I respect the hell out of them if they do something like that. Yeah. If they trade for Lonzo, there's going to be another trade this offseason. And I'm fine with it. Let's see what we can do. I'm I'm very fine with it. If something now this is this this is crazy to think about, but if the Clippers don't get to the finals, Kawhi might have to consider leaving there. You might have to. Because yeah. home ain't always the best place for you. Nick's got the most cap space. So it's a lot of things that can happen this season. So, But that goes into your, your beliefs, um, Dahart. The Knicks got to make the playoffs. I don't think Kawhi would come here if we don't make the playoffs. You get, yeah. it, it's tough. It, oh, man, it's tough. That, that, that's been the whole thing. These guys, like, say, like um, Kyrie and all these guys, they're they, you know, they, they not going to come over here 
if uh, we haven't shown nobody that we could do anything. We had a retard uh, Fisdale. You know, we talked about him so much. I don't, you know, it's like nothing, nothing got, it's only got nothing to do with him really right at the moment. But I'm just saying, like, we had Fisdale. You know, we was in, we don't know what we was doing day to day with, with Fisdale, you know. So why would why would some of these um top free agents be like, hey, those guys don't know what the hell they're doing. Let's, let, let me sign with them. You know what I'm saying? So if the Knicks, the way they're playing right now, uh, yo, Kyrie um was um no excuse me um Tom Thibodeau was mic'd up and Kyrie came over to him and he said hey what's going on Tibbs whatever and then he said hey you guys are working hard man he said yeah man we got a good group so I mean just for when he said that I was like yo that that's all we needed man because if yeah. Kyrie is saying that everybody's saying it you know and and Randall was just in the All Star game so I'm quite sure guys were congratulating him and the team hey man you guys are playing guard you know playing um hard you know um you know whatever so I mean this is this is all building man so so you're right. Uh, if the Clippers um, fold in the playoffs, um, Kawhi, you know, he, he could be he could be like, yo, I want to go to the Knicks. <laughs> if I think stranger got, things have happened, man. I think we got ended on that note. <laughs> I, I think yo, that, stranger I, things can have happened, man. We might have to mic drop on that one, but I, yo, I don't disagree with you, bro. Um, bro, it's so much that can happen. I, when we do the um trade deadline special Thursday. Because I'm going to make sure Thursday that if I'm at work, I'm going to make sure I'm going to tell them, yo, listen, yo, I, I might need two hours, yo, because this this might get personal. <laughs> you know, it might get real personal. Or yo, if, if it get crazy, if we make a crazy move or whatever, I think I might just have to just, like, walk off the job or something. <laughs> just walk off the job. I'm going to get me a mannequin and stuff it up with my with my, my, my clothes and stuff and just have them standing there. Is that, is that that hard? Yeah, that's him oh, over there. Yeah. If they yeah. trade Frank, man, that pod we do, man, it's going to be emotional for me. Well, you're in the right place, though, so maybe maybe, maybe being in the hospital is the right place for you. <laughs> yeah, they might. You already not. dressed apart. You already got the scrubs and stuff for us, so you ain't got to change your clothes. And they might have to send my ass to the psych ward, man. Oh, <laughs> God. oh God, yo. PTSD, yeah. man. PTSD, man. But, yo, yo oh. like I said, you know, the last words, um, y'all really like this roster, bro. And, yeah. I love these guys. I, I, I love them, too. Like, my love for Frank Knox, it's been years. <laughs> I feel like I've been down with these dudes for years. Like, I remember when Frank first got drafted here. I said, yo, who the fuck is this guy, man? Why, why Phil Jackson just doing this? But then I see him play defense. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Kevin Knox, you know, this dude, this dude comes in, averages 13 points, five rebounds on 34% from three, drops 31 and, and, and seven on Giannis' head. Dunks on Ben Simmons, 25 and 16. You know, youngest to ever do that in, in, in Nick history. Like, I love these guys, but I got to understand that my love for the name on the back of the jersey doesn't override the front of the jersey. <laughs> I got to yeah. understand that. And, hey, if some of them got to be traded so we can get better. So be it. <laughs> so be it, man. So yeah. be it, yo. I, I think I saw my guy here. There you go. He, he he always comes in here just to let everybody know this is the best show on YouTube. All right, thank yeah, you, man. Whatever. Appreciate, appreciate it, bro. <laughs> my, I, this this is my guy right here, man. So I'm gonna take his his um words. He always says he goes for the laundry. You know what I'm saying? I'm in it for the laundry. You know what I'm saying? He's in it for the jersey. He's not in it for anything else. He's in it for the laundry, man. So that's um definitely my guy's um quote. So every time I use it, I gotta make sure I shout him out. Yeah, man. That's that's a dope quote, man. I'm not in it for nothing else, man. Sick Next all day. Boy. 
Knicks all day, man. Iru. I, I, I think we can end it on that note, man. I think yeah, I, I think we had a good productive pod. That pod, though, trade deadline. That, that's going to be a spicy one. So whoever watching this live stream right now, if you want to see a lot of sp- spicy talk, you might have to come here on Thursday, man. I don't know what time we're going to start, probably 8, 9 p.m., but it's going to yeah. run at least an hour and a half. Yeah, we we're gonna need everybody here, man. Because if uh, if um state pass out, we're gonna need somebody to identify the body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you guys here, you know, we'll send out the affidavits and stuff like that. We could get them get them taken care of, man. Yeah, nah, that's a fact, man. But yo, um, diehard man, I'm out of here, man. They calling me, whatever. Um, Nick Nation, I appreciate y'all. Everybody, thumbs up. Press the thumbs up. Press the like button. Um, salute the diehard. This guy, he does a lot of work, bro. He does the the, the captions, the, the whole, I don't know how to do none of the stuff he got on the screen. I don't know how to do it. So salute to you, bro, for really taking time out of your day so we can do this podcast. Salute to you, Nick Nation. I appreciate y'all. Um, I'm out of here, man. Peace. peace. <laughs> Nick Nation, <laughs> peace. Yeah, hey, keep supporting, guys, man. We're going to keep doing it for you guys. Peace. Yes,